0: curious and naughty minds, it's your host, Kinky Caitlin, and welcome to the Your Girlfriend Podcast. We're here to crank up the heat, unleash your confidence, demystify periods, and venture into the world of sexual empowerment without holding back a single secret. This space is all about embracing our beautifully flawed selves. No sugarcoating, just pure realness, vulnerability, and unapologetically authenticity. Plenty of cheekiness along the way. And while we're all about the fun, remember, when it comes to professional advice and support, seek guidance from the experts. So are you ready to dive into this wild, empowering, and oh, so juicy ride? Buckle up, because we're about to turn up the heat and break those taboos, and speak a whole lot of truth, because there's no shame about desiring for more let's get spicy and remember in this playground you can be as naughty as you want because you got girlfriend you. hello girlfriend welcome to another episode or a juicy episode i'm sure you are loving this because i'm loving you <laughs> all the love in the world so we're going to start off with our conference cocktail and we're going to serve up some goodness so I would love to know, I'm just going to drop a little penny because sometimes we need a little bit of a reminder of what you are passionate about. Because when you're passionate about something, my love, you then have a real deep connection of wanting to ignite something good about yourself. So I'd just like you to think, what is something that you are passionate about? Mm, all the goodness. <laughs> It could be food, it could be an activity, it could be an adventure, it could be you like your downtime, you might be passionate about meeting new people, you might be passionate about dancing. I know that's a vibe for me. But what are you passionate about? Maybe it's a topic. I know with your girlfriend, I'm very passionate about what I do. But what are you passionate about? Because as soon as you add that in just once a day, that passion brings out the happiness and the joy that you deserve. So why don't you serve yourself that little cocktail, my love, get some passion into there and I'm sure that's going to flick the switch on a lot of things. So (laughs) hope you enjoyed that, my love. But today we are going to have a thought about romance and I want to know, is it dead? Like is our society showing love in a different way. So I'm just going to sort of like unpack it. And I want to, I'd love to know if you believe that romance is change. It's a a different style. Are some people still living in the past? Do we need to adapt to romance? Like what is it that's happening? And what beliefs do we have around love and romance? Because I find that we have obviously got technology which is created a different way that we obviously communicate with people but the other element that i'm trying to figure out here is what is it that we actually find romantic because we've been brought up with obviously the way that there's dinners the way that there's deep conversations you know there's the gestures of the gifts there's You know, you just think of Valentine's Day and what actually comes from Valentine's Day and all that sort of lovey-dovey stuff. But I think what's interesting is I I wonder what's happening with romance because I think people are showing it in a different way and then that's why people are not connecting as much because they believe or they think that, oh, that person's not romantic or that person's not showing me enough of this and then we've got this perfect stance of a human being that we're trying to connect with but we're never going to meet that perfect match. We need to find someone who genuinely cares for us and shows love and affection and appreciation in a way that aligns with us because otherwise we're sort of caught up in this illusion of what we think. So it will be interesting to see what flows and what does become romantic and what isn't romantic anymore because – I find that we have a much less attention span than we ever have before. We are so much more disconnected and, you know, we create reels and memes and text messages and we connect in all that different light. And that can be an issue because we're wanting something else because of our generation where the younger ones may think that, oh, because they've sent me a Snapchat... And we've got that thread that keeps happening. Oh, my God, that's so romantic. <laughs> and it's it's just an interesting mix-up and concoction. But we just need to understand that we are a lot more disconnected in making gestures that are creating space for romantic connections. We're getting sort of the way that we need to change either the belief of what we think romance is or find ways where we can appreciate the other things that we probably didn't realise that actually do deeply mean to us than just the materialistic stuff. So it's, it's, for example, what I mean by that is you could be going out with someone or a guy and instead of going out to a restaurant or consistently going out to a restaurant... You might have it that they might cook for you or that they actually get something or they order in and you're just thinking, oh, God, like this is all I wanted was to go out and have that parade and that beginning part. But that's still, that's still a romantic gesture that someone is willing to look after you, still feed you and still take care of you. Now, obviously, I'm talking about this from a healthy perspective. So obviously, if this man is a good man, then I, I think that we just get so caught up as females as a romanticised way that to be swept off our feet and having all this romantic shit coming our way and I just think there's some degree that we can turn it down and still have a form of appreciation that they are considering us, that they are still thinking of us, but we don't go to the base level of, yeah, nah, they're treating you like shit, babe. (laughs) We don't go to that level. We don't just like subside our own needs, but there's just a couple of tweaks where I wonder if we're pushing too much on pressure onto people. They still need to communicate what you'd like. And if they match it, then cool. But not to the extreme. Let's, yeah, let's try and be a little bit realistic here. Because what I'm finding is a lot of females are in their masculine energy and they're hitting the same with a male energy. And what annoyingly happens is that you're then leading too much and then the man can't actually take control of the situation. So you might be in your anxious ...sort of attachment field and you might be like... ...I just want to go out, I just want to I want a date... ...I want to go to restaurants, I want to go all out... ...and I want to go do all these things... ...but you haven't communicated to that person that... ...and then all of a sudden you are waiting for them to sort of... ...you know, plan the next date... ...and then they plan to cook instead... ...and then your expectations get shuttered... ...because you're like, oh, I was expecting him to sort of take me out... ...rather than you actually going... Well, did you actually communicate that? Did you, did you actually soften and take a step back and realize what do I actually want, and let me communicate that? And if he wants to do that, that's amazing. But what you were doing is you were thinking too much and you're masculine, going, "I would like this, so I'm just going to expect and demand, and I'm going to get this." And no one's a bloody mind reader. <laughs> we have to still plant a seed where we can and that C doesn't have to be, you know, pouring your heart out into the world but it can be a a nice way of just igniting to see if they would be interested. Hey, I've found this new restaurant that's locally. Would you be keen to go? Or, hey, I really appreciated our time last time. It would be really cool if we go out again and do something different. So you can sort of create the option But obviously you'd still need to communicate if you want to go out. If that's your romantic lens and you want that, then don't go straight to the bedroom girlfriend just because that connection is going to be there. Just set your standard. But just also be mindful that you don't know what's going on with them and their life as well. They don't have all their eggs in the basket for you. They're still getting to know you. They're still trying to respect your time. They're trying to see if they can trust you. So they're building that that foundation with you. So they're not going, okay, yep, this is all in the basket for you. I've got to give my all to you. They're just testing. So this is like beginning part of the phases. But then obviously when you are in a long-term relationship, this don't mean the romance stops. This means we still need to find ways. And that's why knowing your love language still needs to propel in certain ways. But if you've got things to do around the house, how can you find a way to show love language in that? You still got to get stuff done but how can you do it in a romantic way and romance doesn't always have to lead to sex it can actually be gestures that you do words that you say or actions that you do to create the romantic conversations amongst one another so it doesn't have to be all roses and chocolates and all the other lists of things, it's something that we've got to create a different understanding around romance because what it means to you is completely different to everyone else. What romance is susceptible to you and how you receive it and how you give it is so different. Now, one of the things that is triggered from us is all those romantic movies, all the rom-coms, all the romances that we've watched, TV shows, they have put a plug into our system of being like that is what I want and that is what I need and that's what I deserved, Girlfriend, they are so scripted and they are fake situations that do not encounter what it is. They do it so they can allure you in so that you watch it, so that you channel in. It is fine to watch it but then... Take what it is and see how you can incorporate it into your life, or give it to other people, or receive it. But don't think that that's exactly how romance is going to be. You have to know that the movies are, and TV shows are portraying a lens because they know how to catch you. They know how to catch the romance of a woman's attention, the love because it's meeting every single need that we want in that moment. There's clever people out there that know how to manipulate our mindsets, so that we get traction and we engage and we get the dopamine hit and we feel amazing and we're like, why am I so addicted to this? Mm -hmm. There you go. (laughs) But one of the things that I also know is from my generation, upwards, onwards anyways, princesses and Disney characters, you know, the happily ever after, that part is definitely interesting. Because you just think it's like there's one way or no other way for romance that we're meant to be a damsel in distress. Well, everyone is a bit damsel in distress. <laughs> Everyone's got their own shit. But we can't assume that the male has got all his shit together too. We have to sort of meet together as a team and come together as a duo and see what comes from there. I don't know why, but Shrek and Fiona just came into my head just then. And I think one of the things that I love about it is they really showcase that it doesn't matter about your looks, it doesn't matter about how you act. Eventually you work through the conflict, you work through the battles, people will trigger you, and then you come together and find that deep connection for one another. And there's still issues that happen after. So ...there's never this just pure moment of like, oh, I need help. Come, love me. (laughs) We all want to be loved. We all want to have and receive love. So let's not try and be the damsel in distress for a princess moment. Let's just be us. And that person, the divine human being will come to us... ...because, yeah, we're already still living a happily ever after... It's there, it's happening because we've still got those people around us that love us and support us. So it's just – it's interesting because I know that the reason why I'm talking about this is a lot of couples are finding that everyday stress is affecting the romance in their relationships and also romantic connections and – It can also, if you're able to maintain it in a way that is sustainable and not just through sex, then you're going to have an increase in your relationship satisfaction. You're going to actually create more of an awareness around, you know, what you both need and it can be on a daily or it can be in a weekly thing. Just finding that time to be able to create and connect. Now if you're someone that's like, Kaylin, I don't have a partner, Well, you can go on that solo date, girlfriend. Lock it in, do what you need to do, and get yourself in that prime romantic state that you can actually connect with yourself. I love the women that are pushing themselves out there that are doing the solo dates because it is something so beautifully gifted in receiving love for yourself because your relationship with yourself is so important and it's so beautiful. And that's all you truly deserve is nothing less of anything than just pure love for yourself. So just remember that it's not just for relationships. You can take yourself on a solo date and find that you're just present with yourself. And, you know, when you're present, you're holding that glass of beverage that you got and you're just feeling the temperature and you're feeling the outside of the glass and and you're knowing that you're going to drink so slowly that it's going to be even more present as well. So taking little tips... From all the juiciness that I, we've provided through these podcasts or the content, is taking things slow and just being present and knowing that it's a beautiful gift of time and presence for yourself. So, just make sure as some hot tips to prioritize date night or create a date night in your home. Like, create a beautiful setup and even just put a candle out and just sit and just talk and just create that romantic setting for one another. Make sure that you are using that love language to create those small romantic gestures. Thinking of you, sending a text message if you need to, a quick phone call, uh, lots of other things that you can do with technology. But don't do it as like a, I liked your photo on Instagram, I reacted to your story, I messaged you on Instagram. All those social media ones need to F off. It's more of, I think, the only level that I would agree on is text message and phone call because you know that that's a different level of communication because it's separate from the distractions and noise that is happening on social media. It shows that someone's super present with you, but I'm not going to keep going because that's putting expectation in the situation, <laughs> but in the end you get what I mean because I just think that we can still find romance in a way that is probably a lot more than just social media. And then knowing that it keeps the spark alive. It keeps that someone's interested and someone's, you know, wanting to be a part of your life. And that's a beautiful gift as well. But keeping the open communication, keep that going, keep that flowing, because that's romance within itself. It's just good communication. And know that It will help stress because you're able to communicate effectively and you can hear each other out. And if you are butting heads and you're like, Kayla, nothing's happening, I keep hitting a brick wall, let's have a chat because sometimes you just need an outsider perspective so that we can puzzle the pieces together and it gets sorted very quickly because sometimes we just get so caught up in the love and connection that we have with one another that we don't realise that, yeah, we're getting caught up and we're not actually listening to what needs to be happening, which is working together, not against each other. But when you know, like I said, when you know your love language, it does help girlfriends. So make sure if you need to go into the show notes and you can take the five minute quiz so that you can understand your love language and then you can go from there. So don't be afraid to do that girlfriend because it's there ready to go. Partner to do it as well. That's juicy goodness. (laughs) Good, good parts. But if anything, if you know yourself well, and you give yourself space to tap into your heart and also your partner's heart, you're able to then understand so much more about your relationship than you ever have before and communicate and remind them what you like and hints and schedule time for one another because that will really help and counterfact what it is for you. So I don't know if it's fully dead but I think I think a lot of people have work to do in this area and just sparking up what can be romantic and what isn't romantic for people. So I think one of the things that people should do is turn off that freaking TV. TV is not going to help your relationship and figure out what you love about yourself and also then communicating that to those that love you and receive love from and allowing them to also communicate so that you can provide love to them and knowing that they're going to receive that as well. But if anything, go give yourself a hug. Give yourself a big hug because we're meant to be having hugs every day. So give yourself a big hug, lots of love and know that you've got this. Romance is according to you, how you perceive it, what you're passionate about. That is something that you deserve so much of. You deserve every little... Inchi goodness of it <laughs> and, and know that, yeah, it's important that we are speaking about this as well. So this is just a quick little recap of romance <laughs> but I hopefully got you a little sparked in the conversation to thinking, hmm, where am I with romance? Am I receiving enough? Am I getting enough? Am I giving enough? Because we're going to do our part in that as well. Team effort, team effort. But as always, I'm always here for any discussion or conversation you want to talk about. And if you are struggling with any relationship, I'm always here to help as well. And accept yourself before you learn to love yourself, my love. (laughs) As always, take care and I will speak to you soon. Take care, my love. Thank you and bye. Thank you for joining me on this empowering journey. Your time is precious, and I'm grateful you've chosen to spend it here with me. Remember, you deserve to be heard, seen, valued, and supported every step of the way. To ensure you never miss an episode filled with inspiration and growth, make sure to subscribe to our podcast. And don't forget to check out our show notes. They're the ultimate resource hub for any links or resources mentioned during our conversation. Until our paths cross again, keep embracing your inner confidence, unleashing your power, and living your best life. You are capable of incredible things, my love. Until next time, take care, stay empowered, and remember, you go girlfriend. Woo!